All right, guys, today's episode comes from Honey Love, and guess what? The reviews are in. Honey Love came out on top for best wedding day shapewear. With wedding season upon us, dude, this is the ad you've been waiting for. Whether you're a bride, a guest, or looking for an everyday fit, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. I know Brandy loves Honey Love. Sarah does as well. It's got that targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. And it doesn't just stop there. Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. Their products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, or an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash YFT. Again, 20% off at honeylove.com slash YFT. I want to start with some ASMR. Hold on. Okay. That right there was a Pacific O'Clara. Greetings, YFTers. We are coming at you live from Mexico. Bienvenidos a Mexico. I'm joined by not Brandy Cyrus because she's in Rome right now. Imagine being someone who tries to one-up you when you're in Mexico with Rome. But don't worry, we have a very special guest. You know her. You love her. She's in a bikini right now. Too bad for all you YFTers that are boys that can't see what I'm looking at right now. Or girls, you know, it's 2023. It's fine, it's fine to be attracted to either gender, <laughs> any person. Anyone can be attracted to anyone. Getting canceled in the first 70 seconds of the show. <laughs> Welcome in, Sarah Highland. I'm crying. Don't cry. <laughs> oh, hello, I have tears. I'm a with Wells in Mexico. Yeah, you came in last night. Came in last night. Um, I was filming a date yesterday. I told Sarah that I couldn't pick her up from the airport because I was working. Uh-huh. And that I was going to have Transpo come and get her. Oh, yeah. And then, um... Then what happened? You got into town. Uh-huh. And who was waiting in the airport, the little sign that said S. Adams? Saddams. <laughs> Saddams. Saddams. She's a bit Saddams. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but me, I tricked her. Ha 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 ha! You tricked me. It she was had so no cute. idea, you dumb bitch. You I, never. <laughs> I had no clue. I'm so stupid. You're so dumb. I'm so stupid. Uh, I don't know what that accent is. I'm so stupid. Um, like it's a triumph, the wonder dog or whatever. Yeah. Insult comic dog. Uh, yeah. Um, it was, but I actually, my my reaction to seeing you, because my phone was, I guess, still on silent or do not disturb from airplane mode from the plane so I didn't see uh Wells was texting me being like have you have you gotten your bag when are you yeah. getting your bag and so I didn't see it and I'm walking up yeah she doesn't respond to my text I but I'm walking up the ramp you know with my bag after customs and I look at my phone to text him to be like okay I've got my bag now even though he texted me that already and I look up and there's my sweet baby angel poo poo face husband mm-hmm. Wells Adams and my First reaction in my heart was excitement, but then the words, you're so stupid, yeah. you're so dumb, came out. <laughs> yeah. So that was a nice way of uh, <laughs> But with my a wife. smile and a laugh. It's like when dogs are just so dumb, they're cute. Oh. You know? Yeah. 
Anyways, so yes, I finished the date early because technically we had a hard out because there was a wedding at the Vedanta. So we had a hard out, which is yeah. great. Love a hard out. Big fan of a hard out. Um, hard outs, hard ons. Hard ins. Ooh. Jeff, Jake, and a hard in. So I got to go uh, pick you up and then we came back here. This is your official first day in paradise. What do you think? I want to say for the past, what, six years now, I've been singing Almost Paradise. And guess what, why I have tears? It is paradise now. It's not almost. It's here. Yeah. I'm here. And it is beautiful. I'm not going to lie. Don't lie. Can I say like where you stay kind of? Yeah. So Wells stays at like this really cute like casita type hotel boutique thing. And the balcony is right above to the left of Bachelor in Paradise Beach. Mm -hmm. So there are certain day beds and cabanas that you can see from your balcony. And I get out there. It's like the sun is like kind of starting as like kind of already gone down. So it's like twilighty. And I see a day bed. I'm like, oh, my God, babe, that's the breakup day bed where everybody gets dumped. This is so exciting. And you were like, no, that's not it. And then. Yeah, it was. I I was I was like that. Well, we call it wedding bed, but. Oh, wedding. Well, there have been so many breakups on that bed. I know. And it's funny that you say that, that you've noticed that because the cast hasn't picked up on that. Like, I don't think they like watch a show as much as like you have. Yeah. And so like when we like, you know, usually like someone wants to break up with somebody else on breakup day. And if they were smart and the, the you know if a girl's getting dumped she'd be like i don't want to go to that one yeah. i want to go to that don't one don't take me there. to that bed yeah. it's like the green mile like <laughs> yeah you know what you're walking to and it's not going to be good um, so yeah i fan girled really hard at seeing the all the day beds i was even so much i didn't realize how massive a fan i am Mm. Until I saw the beach from your balcony and I was even like, oh my gosh, that's the daybed that Jordan threw the giant teddy bear into the ocean yep. mm-hmm. in his in his Hawaiian printed romper onesie yes. type of thing. I will live in bachelor lore for years to come. I, I guarantee you none of the uh, kids in the new, within the new bachelor fam know what that is. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, I think, well, I think most of the people that listen to this podcast have been probably... No, but like um, like the new people no, yeah, in I the t- Bachelor I told, world. I told all the kids about that. Like there was, a, there was a sad girl and they're like, tell me a funny story. And I was like, let me tell you the story of Jordan. And the and teddy his, bear. And his whomper onesie. It wasn't a teddy bear. It was a, it was a dog. It was a stiff dog. Oh, it was dog. a dog. And flailing limply in the surf. Oh, poor puppy. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you're here. Um, maybe later you're going to get to go... Uh, see, like, go on set. Oh, it's so exciting. It's a rose ceremony tonight, so we've kind of got run of the place until it gets dark, which would be nice. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm very, very excited. Um, you want to start the show? Mm-hmm. Is it me or you? Uh, well, I think the last time I did it and I, I mucked it up, Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Sarah. Ding, 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 ding. Live from Mexico. 
All right, YFTers, I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. All right, one of my favorite things is eating because, well, we all got to do it. But I like to eat well, and that's why I use HelloFresh. This summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious, calorie-smart, and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. Listen, figuring out what's for dinner is not at the top of everyone's summer activity wish list. HelloFresh delivers mouth-watering, chef-crafted recipes and fresh ingredients to your door so you can spend your summer doing, well, I don't know, whatever you want. HelloFresh Market has new snacks, meals, and more to add on to your weekly order, like their fun s'mores bundle for the kids. Need dinner ready like now? Look for quick and easy recipes on the HelloFresh menu, including fast and fresh options ready in just 15 minutes or less. HelloFresh is your recipe for success. From foolproof instructions to high-quality proteins and veggies, HelloFresh brings out your inner chef with every tasty, easy-to-prepare meal. Listen, I love HelloFresh, and you will too. So here's the deal. Go to HelloFresh.com slash YFT16 and use code YFT16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash YFT16 and use code YFT16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Avocados from Mexico. That's my favorite jingle. Yeah. Because avocados are the greatest. They're pretty good. Is that one of your favorite things? Yeah. You start, avo- you're starting out with avocados? Starting out avocados. Wow, millennial. I mean, I'm just a fan of guac. Yeah, me too. But then he got a little avo... Uh, is it avo? Avo uh-huh. toast? You know, I don't know if I need avocado toast. I It's good, but I feel like it... Avocado is a very healthy thing. Yeah. And then you, all of a sudden you throw toast in there. Yeah. And then, uh, you you know, it's not healthy anymore. Well, if you get like a nice, like a, like a multi-grain or yeah, a sourdough bu- type bullshit. of thing. It's all bullshit. Avocado toast, my favorite. My favorite avocado toast thing. Yeah. You got your avocados. You get um, a soft-boiled egg. Mm-hmm. Soft-boiled? Or like a fried egg. Yeah. Put it on top. Yeah. Some radishes. Some oh. pickled Onions. Okay, yeah. So this is Some like... Some sriracha. Yeah, so this is like a restaurant style. You can make it at home. Yeah, but I know. I, I don't. I used to when I was like 25. <laughs> you know what my new favorite thing is? What? Ding, ding. 
all the rage is smash burgers right now. Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah, I'm all excited. the rage is smash burgers. Um, and I think Tyler Florence taught me this vis-a-vis my other podcast, Two Dudes in a Kitchen. You get a tortilla, and then you get your ground beef, and you smash it on the tortilla real thin all around, okay? And then you get a pan, and you put it meat side down, and you cook that ground beef, and then you flip it over, and then you cook the tor- the tortilla a little bit. So then effectively it's like, uh, is it an empanada? No. Uh, a taco? No, like an open-faced taco, whatever oh, that is. Oh, oh, What are those oh. called? Shoot. But you know what I'm talking about. Yes, tostada? Maybe, I don't know. And then what you do is you slice up some tomatoes, some onions, and uh, some lettuce, and you put that on top. And then you mix up the smash burger dressing, which is mayonnaise, mustard, paprika, and then you chop up a pickle, throw huh. that in there, then put it on top, and then you have yourself a little smash burger taco. And boy, oh boy, is it delicious. Did you talk about cheese anytime in there? No, but you could put some American cheese on there, but I don't have any cheese here, so I haven't been doing it. Like, like would, you, would you melt the cheese when you're cooking the meat or would you put on like shredded cheese on top for like the taco status or would you do the melting for the cheeseburger status mm, I think you know you, you need to if you're gonna do it traditional you need to do american cheese but you know what might work is if you put the american cheese down before you put the um beef on the beef on yeah kind of like um like a cheesy gordito crunch yes. kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. those slap anyways i need to do a a cooking, uh, cooking wells. Yeah, you have to do that. like a smash burger. Ta- well, I want to make taco. it for you here because I've been making them while you've not been here. I'm so excited. And they're very fire. But You're- here's the thing, though. I took you to Crew Meal, which is like our version of Crafty, and you liked that last night. It was delicious. I know the best Crafty I've ever had. No, it's well, it's not really Crafty. It's it's just, like catering. Yeah, it's the it's the resort's catering. Yeah, but it's Mexican food. And it's delicious. The meat was amazing. Yeah. The beans were amazing. You were like, what's birria? The guac was amazing. I didn't know what birria is. Like, yeah, you know what bi- birria tacos usually... It's just a type of way that they cook it? It's like shredded beef. Okay. And a lot of times birria tacos are the ones that like you have like a sauce to dip in. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So okay, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like a quesadilla that you make with Oof. it. And then you dip it in this sauce that you make. Oh my God. Which is... Fire. You're getting me hungry. I know. We do th- we're doing this around lunchtime. And I, I wanted to go into town and get some food, but we got to do this uh, podcast. But Brandy's in Rome. Which Brandy's looks, in Rome. Looks fire. I'm so jealous. I know. I, she was at the Coliseum I saw yesterday or today. That's so cool. So many dead people I know. there. If only my mom would start dating the guy from Prison Break, you know? If only. If only. If only, if only the woodpecker pecker sang. I don't know what that means. It's from the holes. Why have tears? Shout out. You know holes. Baby Shia LaBeouf. I don't know that movie, but I know holes. Oh, I get you. You know anatomy. I want to talk about something. Okay. I have been very, uh, I've had a very staunch opinion. I've been steadfast in this opinion for, I would want to say, eight, nine years at this point. My best friends... I've been trying to get me to watch Vanderpump Rules since the beginning of the show. 
and I I was always like, nah, I'm not I'm not a Bravo girl. I would love to be, but like I just I'm a bachelor girl. Like that that's who I am. I'm a bachelor Love Island girl, and uh, they broke me. They finally broke me. It took almost a decade, but they broke me, and I started watching Vanderpump Rules from the very beginning. Jesus and now Christ. I'm on, like, the first episode of, like, season four, I think. All right, so. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. It's giving me PTSD of being in my early 20s in L.A. with friends who are, like, maybe not the greatest to be around. <laughs> a lot of people are getting drunk, throwing punches, crying in a corner. It is it is absolute madness. How, and how many seasons are you in? I think I've done three thus far. How many are there? Ten. Oh, Jesus Christ. It is so much. And this was like, finally, I was like, okay, you know what? I find a watch. And then I realized I was like, oh, there's so many seasons and so many episodes. And they're all like 45 minutes long. Like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But then you went to Mexico and I was like, you know what? I'm home alone. Might as well just have it on, and I am enjoying it. I get very angry at these people, but then I have to remind myself that this was shot over like 10 years ago. <laughs> and they're all just young little babies, and who doesn't make mistakes in their like yeah. early 20s? So I can't like really like I can't talk shit about anything because it happened so long ago. Yeah, but it is it is fun to watch. Who's your favorite character? Ooh. Uh, I will. I mean, my favorite character is Lisa Vanderpump. Tom Sandoval. Oh, <laughs> it's not Tom Sandoval. Not Tom Sandoval. He's, he's in the news a lot, so I, f- I assume he's very popular. Is I that mean, true? I mean, honestly, I wanted to with this whole Scandoval thing. All of my, y- y- our, your sister-in-law included. There's like a group. We did a group girls trip to Palm Springs last week. Yeah. And it was the like final reunion where Raquel comes out, Rachel, whatever it is, and they like they all yell at her and Tom and with this whole Scandoval thing. Um, for those who don't know, if you've been hiding under a rock, this guy named Tom and Ariana were together for, I don't know, eight years. This is my knowledge from but the internet. But they never got married. No, but they like owned a house together or something. And they're like, they're, it, you know, it's, uh, what I is it's, it? And like Legally Blonde, where it's like if you're together and living under the same household for a certain amount of time, law. it's like common, common yeah. law marriage. Yeah. But I will say this. It's giving red flags. It is giving red flags. I'm using it right. And I will say this, that I think that Tom used to have some Riz. Oh, throw it in Gen Z, fucking turn. What is Riz? Like, razzle-dazzle The kids are saying, we used to say, he's got, okay, so, originally it was, he's got game. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a movie called, She's Got Game. Yeah. Right? Game, swag. And then there was swag. Swag was next. Yeah. Swag came a little bit later, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think originally it was like, he's rad, then it was like, he's cool, and then it was like, he's got game. And then it went into he's got swag or swagger. I also was like Rico Suave was totally somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. There's obviously a lot of them, but and then now that the kids are saying is that he's got Riz. Oh, so Riz isn't like you've got a sparkle in your eye. It's like you've got a sparkle in your eye that's fueled by the devil. N- no. <laughs> it's like he's got swag. Like he's cool. He's cool, but not like he's got swag for. Like, like as a player. Well, I think that you can have swag. It's. I think it's exactly like the word swag. Okay. But he's okay. got Riz. 
Riz, I want to know, like, where does this start? I don't know. Anyways, the whole bit was just me throwing out the term, and now we've gotten sidetracked. But does Tom does Tom Sandoval have Riz in season three? No. All right. I don't think he ever has any Riz oh, ever. Wait, no, I remember where I was going with this. It's a red flag if you're with someone for eight years and you don't get married. I know that's a very antiquated thought, but uh, yeah, I kind of feel that way. Unless you both don't believe in marriage and it's like to each their own. We're friends with people who like don't want to put it on a piece of paper yes, and have the do. government involved. But like, yeah, they do. I, it's a, it's that's definitely a, a thing of you know, commit, brah. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Also, like too old to do that. And then he cheated on her with her best friend. In their house. While she was in it, apparently. Allegedly. I I will say this. The only thing that that annoys me about Tom Sandoval is he's got, like, little baby teeth. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if you've noticed that, but, like... (laughs) You know, I know. And, like, all his teeth that have, like, spaces between them. (laughs) That was, like, were my teeth before I got braces. Yeah. Well, and then then you did the adult things. You went and fixed it. Yeah, I fixed it. Well, I... You said, hey, I'm going to be on TV now. I need to fix this. And he's been on TV for 10 seasons. Yeah. Can, Can we get... Where's Cupcake? Can we get some Vision Dental in here? Oh Can my we God, fix cupcake. this fucking thing? Chris Strandsberg, please come and fix this Cupcake. He's got little baby teeth and it annoys me very much. <laughs> no whammy whammy mustache. Like the fact that anybody is like, yeah, I want to fuck that. He's got, he's got like this like, creepy stash. He's got like a bad cover band. Yeah. He's got these little baby chiclet teeth. Oh my God. You know? <laughs> he's on a fucking weird show he's a bartender like the fact that one person wants to fuck him is surprising. is a miracle the fact that two people want to fuck him oh, yeah. and are like angry that he's fucking multiple people yeah. is mind-blowing mind-blowing absolutely mind-blowing i mean i'm i'm on this season where like him like i think i think him and ariana the girl that he recently cheated on are like moving in together and stuff and i'm still like i don't know what you see in him girl yeah but like good on you i guess but um bitches be crazy out there men be trash and it is wild to watch i say lisa vanderpump is my favorite character is she on it though yes she is oh yeah she's in like every episode is she british yes okay she's english and so uh, so is her husband and he's actually like i think he's got riz does he because he just shows up every once in a while, mumbles something to Lisa. He's like, well, she f- fucking fire her, babe. Like, who the fucking knows what's happening here? What is and he, then, Aussie? like, leaves. Okay. And it's awesome. Um, uh, but no, I like her because she's able to stay out of all the drama by being like, I'm your boss. I can't listen to this. But then the next second, she's like, tell me everything that's happening. Yeah. Why did he, ch- why did, so he's lying to you? I'm like, what an amazing job that you get to, like, boss all these people around and say whatever you want and they can't really say anything back to you because you're their boss yeah and you're like you're stupid don't be with him and they're like oh well you're my boss so i guess i have to listen to you wow you're still seven seasons six seasons away from getting to the three-part reunion reunion. of scandoval yeah yeah so yeah you got you got a couple more i got ways weeks i got a ways to go Yeah. yeah So is it good though? Here's the thing about Vanderpump. It's so very different from ba- I guess Bachelor is more of like a dating competition. I assume it's like The Hills. Yes, but it seems it seems more it seems actually more like Laguna Beach 
because they were all friends and have known each other for such a long time okay. that like the Hills felt like it was like more produced and scripted than six of one half dozen of another. This does. Those are the same things. But it's wild, and I Do hate you give everybody. It a ding? I give it a ding for myself because I'm finally committing. Okay. Unlike Tom Scandaval. Yeah. I, I tell you what, though, I saw the numbers. Like they were averaging like a point zero four for every episode, and then all of a sudden oh, yeah. this thing happens, and they're getting up like a two share, which is like. Two million people are watching this show, whereas before, 400,000 tops were watching this show. And it's a little Machiavellian in his part. I don't, yeah. think, that, I don't think it is Machiavellian because if he, there's no way that he like thought he's smart enough to think of this yeah, and, yeah. and not think of getting his baby teeth fixed. But he has helped make that show relevant. Oh, yeah. He's, he's gotten me to watch it. If there's yeah. one good thing that happened from this is that he's gotten me to watch it and cave to my best friend's needs. I actually, my friend, uh, yeah, Sierra sent me this. It is an article that says Vanderpump Rules wrap Scandaval season as most watched cable series of 2023, reaching 11.4 million viewers. Which is crazy because that was like what you, what like Modern Family got in a night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did like a, at, at the peak of Modern, we were like 11.13. Yeah. On Wednesdays at nine, EBSA. Yeah, not I, anymore. Yeah, when I <laughs> like when I first started doing Paradise and stuff, I, I think I think that we got like a a six share was a big one. And, yeah, and that's half of what you did. Yeah, and that was probably for like the finale of something. And uh, yeah, people just don't watch TV like that anymore, which no. is crazy. That's my ding for Vanderpump. Okay. Do you want to do something? I have another one in the chamber. No, I, I, I got a, I got a favorite thing. Okay. But it's really it's really what women it's a, a woman's favorite thing. Oh. But, but it's my favorite Pockets? thing that I've noticed about women, and it happened earlier today. But I've noticed this before. Oh. Women love love when normal size things are made miniature. Stop! No, don't make fun of me. They, no, it's not you. It's every woman I've ever known in my entire life. If there's a normal thing and someone has made it a small thing, <laughs> oh my God, that is fucking ecstasy for a woman. I'm crying. That is that's so true. It's so true. Oh, and it's always it's always the same verbiage, and it it spans decades now that I've been witnessing this. It's always the same verbiage, and it's always oh my God, look how cute this is. Yeah, it is. Look how cute this is. Oh, I hate that you're right. I know it's a it's a very it's a because women love cute things, and I get it. So how it happened today, and this is a shout-out to my other favorite thing, and this is real, and no one's paying me, but it is my buddy's company, Blister Hot Sauce. My buddy Jeremy Lister makes this hot sauce. He's a musician. I've known him forever. I've talked about him on the podcast so many times, but he used to come to my radio show, and he would sing his songs. He was part of Street Corner Symphony. Fucking amazing musician, singer guy. He had this side project where he was just, like, making hot sauce, and he used to just bring it in, like, in jars, and it wasn't, like, a thing. But now he makes it, and it's called... Well, back in the day, it was called Lister Blister. Now it's just called Blister Hot Sauce. Um, and it is my favorite hot sauce, and I bring it with me everywhere. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. I, like... I go and I buy, I give it to everybody on Christmas. You do. For stocking stuffers. stuffers, Yes. You need to put the little mini, mini bottles in the stocking. I've never seen the mini bottle before. So anyway, so I come to Mexico, leave it to me to come to Mexico and bring my own hot sauce. (laughs) 
but I just love Lister. Uh, Lister Blister. Yeah, Blister hot sauce so much that I bring it. Every year I bring it. And so today, Sarah's like, you know, meandering around the kitchen and she sees the tiny miniature bottle of Blister hot sauce and she's like, oh my God, look how cute this is! It's so tiny! It's so tiny, oh my God! And I was like, yeah, well, I brought it here. She goes, oh, I know. But anything, it could be anything. Yeah. I, yeah. I love the little tiny bottles of, uh, like, you know how, like, Miraval has, like, the tiny, like, two-person bottle? Yes. It's so cute. Yes. I love it. I know. Women love normal-sized things made small. So have you noticed that for, like, supermodel women? Like, tall women? Yeah. Every yeah. woman. Just, like, every woman. Every woman likes, yes, 100%. Because for me, I'm like, oh, my God, it's my size. I think it, like, goes back to, like, when you guys were a kid because Oh, yeah, like, playing doll. house and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yeah, it's a, it's a normal-sized person, but look how small it is. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. It's a doll. Oh, that's I also, funny. I also think, and you know, what I really think it goes back to is the innate nurturing sense that women have for children. Because that's effectively <laughs> what a child is. It's a normal-sized person made very small. <laughs> right? I guess if you want to get deep into the psychology of it all. Listen, I've been thinking about let's it. Let's start at the very beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that like it's evolution's way of making you protect a very precious thing. And that's why women love... Tiny things. Tiny, th- normal-sized things that are tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, we have to know that it's big before it becomes tiny yes, for us yes, to yes. appreciate yes. the tininess. I mean, like, everyone likes this, but women especially like puppies, and that's a, that's a very good example I of that. mean, who wouldn't? It's like, look how little it is. And, that, and that, here's the thing, and men don't do this, but women definitely do this. Teacup-sized a- any animal. That's a, a normal-sized thing made small forever, you know? I think men, I've known men to have teacup animals. Okay, but that's not normal. Okay. <laughs> right? Like that's, those are like your gay friends that have that. To each their own. I, but you know what I'm saying though, Yeah. Right? I feel like the rock, if there's anybody that would have a teacup sized animal, it would be the rock. I don't know why, but yeah, that's because, just how I feel. Yeah, that's a funny juxtaposition. Like, yeah. Like there's a bit there. Yeah. I get He that. probably names his like little teacup poodle Kevin Hart. N- no, no. Well, maybe that's because that's funny and it because of their feud. But he probably the Rock probably has a teacup poodle named like Rambo. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like then it's, it's like well, you're, it's all over the place, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Anyways, Funny. One of the things I love about women is that they love normal sized things made small. There's <laughs> my, my bit for the day. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you got anything else, bro? I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I'm sure this is just a quick goog away, but whatever. Here's my question: Is iron and steel, is that a rock? Mineral. Iron's a mineral. Okay. But I guess it could be a mineral rock. Aren't, min- aren't rocks minerals? Yes. Oh, no. I think it's an alloy, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. But we mine it, right? Like, you go and you find iron ore, which is iron, and then you melt it down, and then it becomes metal, Right? Like aluminum, I think, is a rock. Aluminium. Oh, man, I've been out of school for so long. Well, anyways, my thought is, is that's crazy that we, like copper, I think, is a rock. It's like that yeah. green rock. Yeah. And then you melt. It's crazy. So we build a lot of our world around 
taking rocks and melting them. And who I kno- thought of that? I don't know. Some some guy like threw something in the fire and was like, "Whoa, this rock turned into a different type of rock. <laughs> Maybe I can fuck with it." Anyways, I was thinking about that. That's interesting. And then like, can we melt all rocks? And is that that's what molten lava is, right? I guess yeah. that's rock melted up. Yeah. That's how they terraform islands. No? No, they do that with sand. They do that with sand in the Maldives. But so then my thought was is well, if you can do it with iron and copper and steel and aluminum, why can't you just melt granite and make like granite buildings? Buildings. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I, where my mind is going with this is are we going to run out of rocks? I don't think so. There's a lot of rocks. Like, this whole thing is a rock that we're standing on. And we can't, you're not getting rid of it. You're just, you're just changing its form, you know? Yeah, but you're mining it, you're taking it away, and you're building it up. So then there's nothing on the bottom. I don't know. I Maybe. guess the volcanoes help us build more rocks? Yeah, but then we all, it all falls into the ocean, and then we start all over again. It's just this cyclical... Yeah. Anyways, Circle of life. This is a very stone thought, but I wasn't stone when I think was thinking about <laughs> it. But I was like, well, so all we do when to build shit is that we just melt rocks. That's interesting to me. That is super interesting. Okay. I saw it is. It's so trippy to think about, actually, now that you bring that up. I'm going to do some research after this because I have to know more. But I saw a very, unlike one of the, I don't know, like a positive affirmation Instagram post. Mm-hmm. It said that, you know, like there's iron in your blood and yeah. everything that like all of the components that's in your blood are also the components that make stars. Yes. So essentially we are stardust. Well, yeah. And I was like, ah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and we're primarily made of carbon and carbon yeah. is one of the uh, uh, original things that came out of like the Big Bangs. Apparently like made of the things from, like, the super beginning. But I also like to think about it like this. And now, like, I wish I wish we were stoned right now. I know, same. Um, so... Mota? <laughs> so, yeah. Donde? What's funny is that someone is growing weed around here. Yeah, yeah. And w- I see it every day, and it's really funny to me. It hasn't flowered yet, though, so... It Can't hasn't. Pick. It's very... It's still very young. Very... Like, a, a, a juvenile plant. Yeah. Okay, so... Back to we're made of stardust, right? Yeah. Here's my question to you. Shoot. We are made of the thing that is... The thing. The thing, right? Uh Uh-huh. So we effectively are that thing. Yes. Right? And if we are made of the thing, of the thing that we're living in, and we're, let's say we're the only ones able to Mm -hmm. experience it, Mm -hmm. is all we are... The universe's desire to experience itself. Because if no one could experience it, then it wouldn't exist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If a tree falls in a woods. Yeah. Does anyone hear it kind of stuff? Sometimes I wonder if... The universe is just a narcissist? Yeah. Like, (laughs) the, the, the universe has an ego and it's like, I want someone to see how cool I look. But the only person that can experience it is me. So I need to make something that can see me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The The universe universe is a narcissist. I think that we are the universe's desire to experience itself. So the universe has an ego. Yeah. Uh, No matter what religion you are, no matter uh, how 
what type of spirituality you believe in, that higher form of power, whether it be the universe or God or Allah or anybody, has an ego. For sure. Well, and it, Every in, single one of them. In organized religions, much more so. Yeah. Like in, in like the Old yeah. Testament, it's like, here are, the rule, here are the rules. <laughs> and if you don't l- like me and pray to me every day, <laughs> you are going to hell. <laughs> like that's so incredibly egotistical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> much worse than me just being like, I think that the universe just wants us to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we do sound stoned. What's going on? No, we're not stoned though. We're not. I promise you guys. We've only had I had I've had one beer, and you've had maybe a sip of that rose. I've had a sip of a rose. But I will say this, and I did this last week. This is gonna be a bold statement. Oh, oh boy. Bold statement. Oh boy, get ready, folks. Fasten your seatbelts. I think that Mexico might be one of my favorite places in the world. I oh. love Mexico. I don't think that's a bold statement. Well, we live in California. I'm from Carmel, like so. There are some places that I guess can rival it. Are you saying it is your most favorite like number one it's up there. on the list? It's up there. Like we, So we've done Maldives. We've done Fiji. We, we, we've gone to Europe together. We've done France. I'm not trying to be name dropping but I'm just trying, trying to like explain. All the like, places that we, we've gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone to really nice places yeah. and if you said hey Wells, we can go anywhere for a week I think that nine times out of ten I'd be like let's go to fucking Mexico. Because it's close? That's part of the perks Okay. for me. I, li- I like not having to schlep on an airplane for a yeah. long time. I think it's beautiful. I think it's fucking cheap. Yeah. I like that part. Yeah. I really like the food. Uh-huh. The people are very lovely. Yeah. I can come home quickly if I need to. Yeah. Living in the States, it's very hard to, especially on the West Coast, it's very hard to go find, like, out-of-the-country vacation place. Yeah. You know, you have Mexico and Hawaii is like still like a six hour, five, six hour flight away yeah. from L.A. You're much closer to a lot more vacation spots living in a place like New York well, yes. or uh, D.C. Yeah, if you're on or the- Florida or anything like that, you know. Yeah, you have the Caribbean and you have the Bahamas. Yeah, you have like the British Virgin Isles. You have Mexico. You have the Bahamas. You have Puerto Rico. You have like South America is pretty close. And then... And that's just Florida. And then you go up to New York and you're just like a five, six hour flight from London or Ireland or France, you know? Yeah. Anyways, I just love Mexico. And I also think it's the food. I really the like food Mexican is, food. It slaps. It the food's got riz. It's got riz. For sure got Did riz. Did I use that right? I think so, yeah. Food's got riz. It's got riz. Did we smoke weed and we just don't remember? No, I don't think so. I mean, we're talking about the universe and how it has an ego and we can't stop talking about food. I know. Also, Mexico has good golf courses. Yeah. The beaches are quite nice. The drinks are good. Great. Here's the thing. What's a, the thing? A great, a great vacation <laughs> place has a signature drink. What's, you know? What's Mexico's signature drink? A, a, margarita. a margarita. A margarita. Yeah. Well, Italy's is an Aperol Spritz. Not as good as a margarita. Yeah. I'm not a, I, I really want to be an Aperol Spritz girl. Yeah. And then like, okay, so. It's the bitters that get me. What's like a Bahamas drink? A hurricane? Mm-hmm. It's like a rum thing, right? A yeah, mojito, for sure. maybe. Oh, um, that's Cuban, I think. I, I mean, when we went to Antigua, it was the uh, it was like a rum punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have a rum punch with it's, it has like a tahini rim, and it's I, I don't know what's in it. Okay, so rum what punch. is the most iconic vacation drink? I, I guess New Orleans is the hurricane. Actually, the New Orleans is a Sazerac, and then that kind of area is the hurricane. Yeah, yeah. 
I would say, I would say there's like for iconic vacation drink. Yeah. There's the margarita. Yeah. There's an aperol spritz. Aperol spritz is a good one. Pina colada. Yeah, but what is that? What is that too? That I feel like pina colada is more of a um, it's rum, Caribbean pineapples Hawaii. No, because rum is is all. But the pineapples in Hawaii, all the pineapple farms there. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Is that is that Hawaii's signature drink? I would assume so. I mean, they had like cane feel, like cane sugar sticks, like cane. What is it called? Sugar cane. Sugar cane fields and pineapple farms and everything in Hawaii. So I would assume that like a pina colada, because that's what you make rum out of is is sugar cane. So I would assume that a pina colada is Hawaii's. I also haven't been to Hawaii in a very long time. I'm going to make a bold statement right here on the podcast. Next vacation, babe, or at least within the next two or three vacations we have, whenever those may be, Hawaii, because you've never been. I have been Hawaii. What? I just haven't been in a long time. You lied to me. I thought you said you'd never been. Okay. Pina colada. Puerto Rican. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Mojito. Cuba. Okay. Margarita. Mexican. Capri Inaja. Brazil. I've never had that. I haven't a had cap- that. A Capri Inaja. I would love to try that. Ah, the daiquiri. Yeah. That's Cuban as well. Oh, it's Cuban. Okay. The Mai Tai. That's Hawaiian? pretty good. Thailand. Thailand. This oh, my great. Thai. Long Island iced tea. Well, there well, you go. You got one. Yeah. Fucking New Yorker. A A. And the Long Island iced tea will fuck, fuck you up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one's tough. Woof. Yeah. Try drinking it even is, just one of those. It is good, though. It's delicious. It is, but, but it's got will. like 5,000 different alcohols in it. All the white liquors, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, number eight, the Blue Hawaii. So that's Hawaii's dream. Oh, okay. The This obvious Hawaiian dream is the funkiest of, of all the beach cocktails. Mix of blue carousel with rum, pineapple juice, and sometimes vodka makes a vibrant blue beauty that is a great blend of both sweet and sour. That looks pretty good. Okay, so that's essentially a pina colada with more stuff in it. With blue curacao, yeah. So I was kind, even though like maybe I a think pina Puerto colada, Rico is like originated the pina colada, but like yeah. they do. Hawaii has a lot of doles there. You fly back from Hawaii, you see people with like crates of pineapples coming back to the states. I get that. I'm just saying to the mainland. We've also been going to vacation in Puerto Rico longer than we have Hawaii as, like, a society. Yeah. So, anyways. Number nine, Tequila Sunrise. Mexico's got a second one. Yeah. And a Tequila Sunrise is quite nice. I love, I love a Tequila Sunrise. Here's another one, Bahama Mama. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. Jamaican. Jamaican me crazy. There you go. All right, I've, I'm proud of us. We've, we found most of them. We found most of them. But I will say this, going back to my premise, Mexico is on that list twice. Yeah. I think Aperol spritzes have gotten so popular recently. So yeah. that has to be up there as like a summer, it, it's like the summer drink yeah, that everybody's doing. It's Lake Como, you yeah, know, it's all French Italy. Riviera, Italian Riviera, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Anyways, speaking of sunrises. Selling sunset. Yes. Sunrise, sunset. Do you know what that's from? Um, it's from a play. Not a play. It's from a movie. I mean, they made it into a movie. It's from... A music. Yeah. Oh, I know what it's from. It's from um, Phantom of the Opera. No! Uh, oh. Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. So, 
the newest season of Selling Sunset came out, say, a month ago. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I waited a little bit to watch it. I watched the entire season in like a day. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But wow, there's drama on that show. Yeah. And I good? feel like a lot of that show is people just like making claims outside of the show that then they get a fight in a fight about on it, you know, like someone will say to extra or something like that being like I don't think their marriage is real and then it shows up on the internet and then they get a fight in a fight about it on the show mm-hmm. and stuff and this season is crazy so all the girls are essentially at each other's throats one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas baby mamas is on it Jesus she's so pretty jeez and seems super dope but like she's on it and then like other people are judging her for having a baby with Nick and there's so there's that whole thing and then Chriselle has drama with this like other lady and she says that she's on drugs and that she's cracked out in front of everybody. She's like, You're acting crazy because you're on drugs. I don't know what's in your drink. And it's like, Whoa, lady, calm down. Those are crazy accusations to make that can like really hurt a person's career professionally, especially when you're a real estate agent. Was she on drugs? No. no. I, I, I know. She actually, the lady the next day, she goes and takes a drug test the next morning to prove that she wasn't on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> And they have this like crazy like three days girl three day girls trip to Palm Springs where they all hate each other, and I just don't I don't I don't think I could ever subject myself to anything like that. Yeah. Like watching that season of Selling Sunset and then going straight into Vanderpump Rules, I'm just like, why would you do this to your soul? Yeah, it's kind of similar. It's so sad. Just like people just trying to tear you down because of. A petty thing or for real reason like who who knows it's just it's uh it is a lot and all of these women are like in their 30s and 40s so it's like even more wild yeah <laughs> it's crazy is Chriselle the one who was dating an actor yes and then now she's no longer with an actor and now she's with a woman uh non-binary they them I think I think their name is like G or something like that G, G something. Um, okay. I think I saw online that they got married. Yeah. Okay. So like good for them. Yeah. Happy. It's insane. My favorite part of the show is when they show the houses. <laughs> yeah. I love seeing ding, ding, ding. One of my favorite things. I love seeing the houses in LA, what they go for, how much they cost, what kind of tricks they have in them. And it's wild that you have this like, you know, you're like off of Sunset or like you're in West Hollywood and it's like a two bedroom house for six million dollars just because of its location. It's kind of like New York in that sense. Yeah. I'm like, girl, come over to the valley. You'll get so much more. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, so it's fixer upper. But in this season, Chip and Joanna Gaines hate all their friends and they're getting a divorce. Yeah, it's insane. One of the girls is is married and it, it, I'm a, I would assume by now had a baby. With that guy from that HDTV show that he had with his wife, and then they got divorced. It's like Tem something. So it's kind of crazy. But if you're into trash television, yes. And if you are into looking at beautiful homes that are cost way too much money, 
And if you're into women in their 30s and 40s, catfighting, ding, 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 selling sunset, and also VPR. Is that the, the acronym? Vanderpump Rules, VPR. Is that what people call it, though? Oh, yeah. I've been hearing VPR. It took me like five years to learn what VPR was because my best friend Sierra was just like constantly talking VPR, VPR, VPR. I thought it was like like a VCR or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, a, like a way to save someone's life after. CPR. Yeah. VCR. Yeah. It's all there. Do you have anything else? Hmm. Oh, oh, I have a book. Do you, though? Or I did do. You just buy it in the airport and you've read 15 pages? No, I have a book and I finished it. Okay, what is it? It's called The Paris Apartment. Yeah. Um, it is written by... I'll look it up. Where my phone's at? I'll do it. Uh, the Paris Apartment, written by the same author that wrote The Guest List. I finished it. Which you loved, by the way. I loved I The Guest List. I did not think that was that good, but you loved The Guest List. I was obsessed with it. I also, I do the thing that Wells does, which list, uh, I listen to the books on Audible when yeah, I'm yeah. driving. B- by the way, she I- is just logged into my account. Yes. Yeah. The Paris Apartment, a novel by Lucy Foley. Lucy Foley, yeah. Do you want to read the synopsis, Beps? <coughs> Jess needs a fresh start. She's broke and alone, and she's just left her job under less than ideal circumstances. Her half-brother Ben didn't sound thrilled when she asked if she could crash with him for a bit. But he didn't say no. And surely everything will look better from Paris. Only when she shows up to find a very nice apartment. Could Ben really have afforded this? He's not there. The Paris apartment. I've read this. You have? Is this the one? Yeah. I fucking had read this. Did you buy this twice? I was on your account. If I bought it, that means that you never bought it. <laughs> I fucking read this book. <laughs> well, I read it too. Yeah, it and I'm gr- bringing it to YFT. It's good. Yeah, I like this one. It was great. This is hilarious. I definitely... Surely... No, I saw the receipt in- come in my inbox that you bought the Paris apartment. I was texting you, like, which book should I do? Should I do the Paris apartment or should I do this other, like, love book that's, like, they're making into a movie and everything that was recommended to me by my Pilates instructor? So I loved the book. Definitely, like, a good, like, thriller, like, murder mystery type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not sure if the brother's dead. You're not sure if he up and ran yeah, or like if he was ev- murdered. Ev- so this girl, Jess, from London, you find out that she's like from like foster care. Her half-brother, Ben, it lives in Paris. She's in a shit situation, goes to Paris to live with her brother. She gets to the apartment. He says he'll wait, he'll wait up to let her up and, and bring her into the apartment. When she gets there, he's not there. He's not answering. She kind of like breaks in and his apartment is completely empty smells like bleach so you know that's never a good sign Mm -hmm. when it smells like bleach so she goes on this you know kind of hunt to find her brother when you listen to it it's from just different perspectives of everyone that lives in this paris apartment so you got the concierge you got this like 19 year old girl mimi you got like the rich fancy lady that lives up in the apartment you got actually her brother's like friend from uni Nick, and it is Wild Takes a Turn. So, yeah, Paris Apartment. Right. Great book. Some loose threads, but whatever. Yeah. I, I had fun. I remember I, li- I liked that book. I probably have, I must have talked about it on the show when I read it. 
Maybe. I don't remember you ever talking about it. Yeah, that's true. It's fairly new. I know I read it. I just told you a lot of things. Yeah, that no, you I know. You know. <laughs> okay. I feel like we did it. We did it. Listen, guys, we're doing a shorter one because we're in Mexico together. We haven't seen each other in like two weeks. You know, we deserve it. We do. Also, I'm hungry. Mama hungry. Get in my belly. Yeah. Thanks for listening to YF Tears. Oh, YF Tears. I have a fun, fun thing if you guys want to partake. My company source, the Chocolate Vitamin Company, is in all Sephora's nationwide. Cool. In the States. I'm so sorry. Canada, we're not there yet. UK, we're not there yet. I know. We're working on a Canada. Trust me. We are in all of Sephora's nationwide. We have a beautiful little end cap display on the beauty on the fly. You know, like when you're like checking out and there's all like the things that like are tempting you to buy because they're a mini version of a big thing. Exactly. <laughs> um, we are having our end cap through the end of July. So it is wild that there is a giant picture of my face in Sephora, but it is so cool. I'm so proud of our company and everything that... We have done, and it's delicioso. So go to Sephora, take a pic by my face, and have some chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Do it. It's really, it's really yummy. I'm going to be posting a, a TikTok soon of my hair growth mm-hmm. over three months. It's wild. So this stuff works. It works. Go and that's the only thing I've been doing. Go get some source, y'all. Yeah. Okay. We're out of here. Avocados from Mexico. <laughs> I'm going to be singing that all day. I wonder if you can hear the ocean. I think, I think you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning up both our mics so you can hear it. I sleep so well here because of this. Your bed is so hard. Dude, it's the best. It's horrible. The best. The best around. I'm never gonna I'm ever bring me down. It's the best around. Alright, Okay. Bye, Wave Tears. I love you. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.